0: Just a bunch of witty banter. Like, uh, I my papa. Jump. We'll have a clip. We'll have a
1: clip. We'll put that in a clip. Pero Pepe. Pero Pepe. Beep boop
2: beep boop boop. Beep, beep, beep. That was That's like more like,
0: like a frog. frog. That was nice. That was really <laughs> nice. What's up,
1: everybody? This is Witty Banter, episode number fifty. I'm one of your hosts. Chase Williams. To my left, he's the milk to my cereal. It's Hunter Dorsett. <laughs>
0: milk and cereal. To my right,
1: his favorite metal band is his own beard. It's Tyrelliot.
0: <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> sitting at
1: the end capped, making his first ever podcast appearance on this day, the day of episode 50. You don't want to see it's Ultimate, folks. It's Planeswalker Chris Carter. <laughs>
3: Here's the deal. <laughs> Planeswalker Level 3, if you're going to address me at all,
1: Chase. I, I said Ultimum.
3: Yeah, okay. Hey guys, Chris Carter. Thanks a lot for having me on the show. We Really excited to be show. here.
1: It is How's a pleasure. How's everyone
0: doing? Good. Great. Great. So, yeah.
1: episode 50. That's a big number. Yeah, we're excited. It's a special day. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we're going to do something special. Now, I would say that the podcast kind of started around a love for beer. And throughout our love for beer, we have reviewed quite a few of them. But today we're going to settle all the scores. We're going to try to come to a conclusion on what is the best beer that has been reviewed on Witty Banter.
3: A lot of drama. It
1: should be quite the, end, the adventure, 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 adventure
3: honestly. Yeah. I think
4: uh, it might get salty drama. near the n- Yeah, I hope. Well, I think drama. I think
1: at the very end, I think salty when we're all
4: deliberating and and casting our votes for the best beer and why it should be considered the best beer, I think people are going to start becoming oh. very opinionated.
3: Tyrell will be the one guy that says not guilty. You know what I mean? <laughs> he will keep us here all fucking night. Well, I'll, all I'll yeah, say
4: is that we, each, we each kind of... Uh, I made a, a comprehensive list of all of the beers that we've tried. Yeah, so
1: explain the process.
4: Yeah, all of the beers that we've tried and reviewed. I gave um, you know what my, my score was, what Chase's score was, and if we had a guest score, what that was. Um, I furnished it to these guys, uh, and we basically just said we want each of y'all to pick... Your favorite beer and/or the beer that you think would be the best one of this list. Luckily, we all four came out with uh, with different sort of conclusions that for that. That
1: nice. Even people's second options were different. So right. Like, yeah. This is perfect.
4: So, right. um, so we each brought our own beer. The first one that we're trying out uh, is well. Let's
1: let's go around the table first and say which one each of us is bringing. Okay. Let's fair. Do that. Let's. Tyrell, uh, where are you at? Yeah. Tyrell, go first. Cool. So
2: uh, the one I chose was the Lakewood. Brewings Temptress milk stout, which we mm-hmm. loved. We Uh-oh. gave
4: that two nines.
2: Yeah. But let me say uh, your list, which was how many? Do you remember? Seventy-five?
4: Over uh, it's a part of the statistics, so I won't say it, but we okay. have over fifty. So beers yeah. that we were of
2: those fifty, I had a hard time <laughs> finding beers that I'd had before. See, and we I got drink like a fair amount of beer. Exotic m- so MFs over here. It's a good uh it's a good state of beer that we live in. I guess it so, will. Yeah, yeah that's that.
1: great.
3: Yeah. What about you, Chris? It's good wording. <laughs> um, I I'm chose the Wells banana bread ale
1: which,
4: which we poured up first <laughs> Yeah,
2: we're very to do excited about first.
3: this beer. Cool. Very excited that it was on the list. Get the definitely, one, uh, definitely the, the
4: biggest surprise of, of the of the chosen ones. Yeah,
2: I skimmed over that without even second thought. Yeah, <laughs> we had a pretty <laughs> well, bad time with that beer. <laughs> no, put got, the claws on, man.
3: I've got great reasoning. We'll get there.
2: All okay, right, we'll get there. that's
1: fine. So the beer I am bringing is the local one from Brooklyn Brewery. Mm-hmm. When we had that beer, I remember it being like super subtle and complex, and just leaving a lasting impression on me. And then when I was looking through the list. I was like, what am I going to pick? And the second I saw it, I was like, that one. I I knew Chase was going to pick that one as well. (laughs) He highlighted it in blue, and he's like, you love this.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is what I recommend you recommend. Um, And the one that I'm bringing uh, is the Sprecher Brewery's uh, Black Bavarian Lager. So good. And it's a 6%. The reason I'm bringing it is because it was basically my first introduction to black lagers. I didn't really even know what to expect. And the the loggers that I've had since then just haven't even compared. So it was it was my one of my favorite finds and just kind of like a off the cuff like oh we'll try this one whoa this is really good sure so yeah cool. those so are this our episode's
1: options. been like a long time in the making not only because it took forty nine episodes to get here but also because we've wanted to have Tyrell and Chris both on at the same time pretty much since this whole damn thing started
4: right we have beer experts in front of mostly us.
1: mostly because they are indeed. Like beer gurus, would you say? <laughs> beer wizards? That's putting a lot of pressure on us here. Yeah, that's. Beer uh, gods! We, we like beer. Quite, we quite, we <laughs> spend too much time drinking it. We must it consult up. with the gods. <laughs> so I guess the approach that we're going to do today is we're going to go through the beers one at a time. We're going to constantly be taking down like notes if we need to and evaluating it. Um, then we'll move on to the next one. And at the very end, we'll collaborate on what we think, hopefully, if we can even make a conclusion, the best one will We will. I trust we will. We're yeah, we're pretty solid guys. Yeah. <laughs> so be- <laughs> no, no weak links if in we this start group. We something, we'll finish it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So before we start drinking, I want to make a prost. Okay. We've got fifty episodes, and none of this could happen without all the listeners. So thank you, listeners, as well. And then we'll also see with this prost, who is the first man to go to the bathroom.
0: Oh. Let it
1: begin. Crap. Prost. 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 Man, that really does taste like banana bread. Yeah. That's why I chose it. Even when we first (laughs) opened it, you could smell it.
3: No. Very true. So the reasons that I brought this beer. um, This beer stands out to me as the reason that I want to make beer. Because beers like this that take a flavor like banana bread that you would never expect to see in a beer, and they make it real. And it tastes so much like banana bread in the best way that it just gives me this feeling of anything is possible with beer and it's the reason that i want to brew for a living honestly
4: yeah i I get it yeah yeah. keep going
3: (laughs) yeah no it's just what are the what are the limits if you can do banana bread beer
1: i think what's really interesting about this um beer is i think banana bread a big component of its taste profile is the walnuts on the inside Mm. you know do you guys typically make your banana bread with nuts in it is I think the amazing? banana bread I've had has nuts in it, yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, I think this beer has a nuttiness to it as well. Mm. And I think the fact that they kind of capture that subtle flavor is very impressive.
0: Mm.
3: Right. And it's also, when you think about the amount of test batches that they had to do to dial in the ingredients so that it's not too much of one flavor, that speaks volumes to me. Okay. Because that's, that's time, money, and effort mm-hmm. over and over again to get the right exact amount. Yeah. Um, What this kind
4: of reminds me of is the Imperial Pumpkin Ale. And I understand kind of what you're saying as far as like how you can take this sort of like this this image and all these associations that you have with this one thing in your mind, put it in a beer, and that beer totally draws you back to those things. And whenever we were going through um, the October where we were just trying pumpkin beers, we kept having all these kind of like, you know, this is a pumpkin beer but it doesn't taste anything like pumpkin or whatever. Then we had the Pump King, and it was like eating pumpkin pie. Yes. Right. And it was right. amazing. It was it, it, we gave it 2 uh, 18 out of 20 between the two of us because it was like so reminiscent of pumpkin pie that how could we not give it, you know, that high of a score. Sure. So I totally understand as far as like how this can inspire you to kind of, you know, shoot So now that, that we've
1: gotten stuff. the mo- moment to like dive into it. Remember, we got to be as objective here as possible. Sure. What are our first objective reactions and notes to this beer, Tyrell? I've seen you uh, laboring away over there. What do you? <laughs> want to, what do you think? I drank it all already. I'm done. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm trying to be, uh, uh,
2: what is the word, analytical about it, mm-hmm. not knee jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, for, I mean, my initial reaction is I don't like bananas generally, so I feel you. Kind of went into it going, well, it's gonna be like banana. 100. I mean, do you, you like bananas? I have a banana complex, in okay. fact. Yeah. I don't know if
1: we, if we upgraded to like full-on dislike. No. I'm, I'll say that not I a have fetish, banana complex. a banana complex. Not a banana. Okay. Baby. Well, the it's banana like complex, it's an interesting it's thing. Go ahead. My Explain. banana
4: complex is that a banana always seems good when you first start it. But oh, by I the agree. time you're finishing yeah. it, it's never that good. I remember you
3: saying that in one yeah. of the podcasts, and I was like, yeah great That's amazing my <laughs> <head>. <laughs> that you can analyze yourself to that level oh i'm
4: That's the impressive.
1: most analytical kid you That's will ever <laughs> meet I just stumbled into a black hole yeah
2: holy shit it's kind of like it's kind of like one of those monster energy drinks you're like yeah <laughs> you know, i'll drink I, that I and like three or four handle. sips in <laughs> yeah and then you're like no i don't want <laughs> to finish the rest of it. <laughs> <exactly> <laughs> <like bugling. laughs> so, too much potassium <laughs> i heard that so how are we <laughs> <feeling>? <laughs> get in there uh in i mean it's better than i thought it would be um I <laughs> Chris don't. Is like, Yay. It's a. It's an English ale, correct? Right. Wells, I'm assuming, is from England. Yeah. Bedford, no UK. Um, it's got that English malt kind of character that I generally don't like. Five point two
4: percent ABV. So it's a lighter. Definitely
2: I like lighter. the color. It's like almost. It's just a light amber. It's almost color of your table. Um,
1: so what do you mean exactly by like the malt character? What What do you dislike about the malt character?
2: Um. I get like a metallic aftertaste a little bit.
1: Okay, me too, actually.
2: Um, the I get the bananas in the smell, but I would have assumed that the banana was from the yeast character. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a banana um, ester from sure. yeast with a lot of like yeah, Belgian, Belgian or yeast. English yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is actually brewed with bananas. That's why I was reading the label so hard. Um, <laughs> Do a research. It says, got, research. says brewed out. with bananas and banana flavor added. So that means they probably added. Do you ga- do you guys ever kind of automatically fermentation?
1: Do you ever get taken aback by like flavoring in beer? The word added? Would you yeah, would you rather a beer achieve all of its flavors through mm. taking it from something rather than not artificially adding it? I I'm going to say
3: with what Tyrell's saying, not necessarily. I think um if, if you good, can achieve the, flavor, you achieve the flavor, you can achieve the flavor. Um now what's cool is a side note they use fair trade bananas,
0: which awesome. is pretty cool. I don't know what that um,
3: means, but okay. So it's like um Better than just It's like getting one of those uh, bloodless bananas. diamonds. What are they called? Where Blood diamonds? Confl- Confl- free, uh, conflict-free, conflict-free uh, diamonds? It's like that. So they're not but killing for, people for these bananas. Right. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. I'm down with it. No that. elephants were killed for
0: <laughs> these
1: bananas or <laughs> but, um, <were> Yeah. <laughs> but so bananas use, were slaughtered, <laughs> countless of them.
3: They use uh, pale ale malt and crystal malt, and then like Fuggles East Kent Golding and hops, and then they do use the fair trade bananas. Um, what's really cool is that sometimes you can find this out of a cask. It's a little lower alcohol, like 4-3, a mm-hmm. and it's very unfiltered. So Ooh. I imagine like that, you'd get a lot more banana. Wow,
2: really yeah, need. I bet. Um, so a cask is, a, is basically a keg that hasn't been pressurized, and you use gravity to empty. To just get it out of right. the Right, like beer, a Powerade. Yeah, but it's not carbonated, dispenser. so the beer won't be as carbonated. naturally carbonated a little bit, but it won't mm-hmm. be like as carbonated as this out of the bottle. Or right. of that sounds or incredible. It can, it can
1: be really good. It can be really boring. So Hunter, whenever you had to sit here and go through the huge list of beers, you were looking at spreadsheets of data, basically. And you guys all saw how beautiful his spreadsheet was. I right? love the spreadsheet. It was incredible. Great. My eyes unbelievable. Thank the, you.
2: To the bold, you know, the nines and the eights, the higher numbered beers. You know, I thought Pretty you easy. know at least help you along.
1: But through yeah. the journey, you started just throwing out all kinds of different statistics, right? Mm. And you wanted to sort of bring some of the fun things to talk about with these statistics. Almost, we can look back through witty banter's. History a bit since in a glimpse, is, yeah, yeah. It is going to be a rel- a relatively like reminiscent episode. We got to celebrate. This isn't a clip show, is it? No, <laughs> no. <not> no. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I hate clip shows. Oh. <laughs> so you want me to go ahead and dive yeah. in? Let's bust into it while we taste
4: the beer. Super stats section by yours truly. H D. <laughs>
1: oh, actually, let's start. We didn't even get a, a full on witty banter since we don't have news. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's jump right into Kay. it. This is witty banter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn <laughs> Come on, Chris.
1: Fool, boob, 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 that was be good. Boob, boob, boob. We're set, man. Beep, bub, boob, <laughs> Here's
4: boob, just like a, k- Beep, a cat getting uh, a yeah.
3: stabbed. That was a scary.
4: His mind instantly
3: goes to metal music, and I think that just breeds yeah. that kind of thing. <Ferrigkeit>
1: uh, that was an Yeah! All right, so super stats
4: section. All right, so I'm gonna get some kind of just overall vague statistics about Woody Banner. We've been doing this for uh, over a year and a half. We started in September of 2013. Can you believe that, man? Yeah, it, it, it kind of blows my mind. I think that might be the biggest overall stat that kind of is like, wow, I can't believe that.
0: It's been a year, a year, and, and, a year and a half. A half.
4: 18 months that we've been doing
1: this. Our hair was much shorter back then. We <laughs> this such is true. Yes. This
4: well, is my true. hair has never been longer than it is right now, so for sure. Yeah. Um, some other Some other I kind of overall stats. Though, that's bullshit. You that's were born with too. a beard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't lie to me. Right in Dude, front of my face. Third fist <laughs> right under the beard. God. So <laughs> some
4: other uh, overall stats. The show has garnered over 120 Facebook likes, which is pretty cool. Oh, you yeah. know, we've reached out to that many people via Facebook. Um, the show actually has 58 total productions. While we're celebrating 50 episodes, the 50th official episode of Witty Banner, we have 58 total shows. That we've, so we're almost closer to 60 actual productions from Chase and yours truly. Uh, we have reviewed 55 beers, so even more than 50. Because we did Shitty Banner where we reviewed Mm. like six beers. And then we didn't technically review all the beers when we uh, visited Thirsty Planet. But we got to go through all of them and talk through all of them. So I consider that a review. Um, We have 35 YouTube videos now that are made by Chase Williams and cut by Chase Williams, which are pretty fun.
1: Yours truly. That's always a source of amazing stress, so uh, you guys are welcome. (laughs) We've recorded
4: 18 18. different... We recorded 18 or more different buffers for, like,
1: intros. We have 18 different buffers.
4: Intros, outros, and segment buffers. There must
1: be a section of buffers that, like, never get used then. Yeah,
4: nowadays. I mean, we don't ever do, like, Sports Nation and stuff like that anymore. The
1: one that I always think of, of... One that I like want to do all the time, but we never do, is the dramatic readings. Yeah, we have dramatic readings. It's basically just like me trying to get him to do all of his impressions on the (laughs) microphone. (laughs) Like, do Christopher Walken right now.
4: Christopher Walken. I'm gonna try. Not sure if it'll work, (laughs) but but damn, if I'll be
3: wrong. It's
1: so good. (laughs) That's pretty impressive. Do um do Jimmy from South Park. With metaphysics, you guys ninjas that you. (laughs) <laughs>
4: nice. this goes on for. I, I mean i I'm, I'm not nailing any of these <laughs> right now but oh, no, yeah. you fucking asshole <laughs> he'll
1: pick a voice one night and by the end of the night he's just like slaying me with it it's nice sanity
4: but um so yeah 18 different buffers that we've done and we have 14 different guests 14 different people that we've gotten behind the microphone and Chris, I say, done a show with
1: us. You're the final check mark. Yeah. Like the box. So am the, I number
4: 15? You're number 14. You're the white, oh, I'm number 14. Okay. You're the
1: white whale. Exactly. So, Do you want me to go nice. ahead and give a
4: shout out to all of the people that have. Lay them out. Okay, man. cool. Who's been
1: on the show? So we got
4: Silky Slick, Max
1: Scott. Mm-hmm. We got
4: the tall, cool glass of water, Forrest Colada. Oh, yeah. We've got Nick White, Represent who was Nick. the original fan, fanboy fan. of the show.
1: Fan
2: Zero. Um, we got
4: Stephen Shavana, Mr. Father. Mr. Father
1: himself. Gre-
4: Greg Evans, Muscle Man.
1: Muscle Man, Greg. Brandon
4: Lutz, the Multilingual. Mr. Blutz. <laughs> Brady Jordan, the Jack White Extraordinaire. <laughs> uh, we've got David Wilson, the Tuba Man. Uh, <laughs> got Ahmed Siddiqui, the most oh, intellectually gifted person that we've probably ever met. He was a baller. Yeah, that was a great the most episode. intelligent
1: people I've ever met. Um,
4: we've got it? Cole Blair, a.k.a. Cold-Blooded.
1: Mm-hmm. We've got Sea breezy. Sometimes people him. Yeah, you him. know yeah. the scientists. If we're lucky, wow. um,
4: we got Charlie Binkow who God, has so enough cool. electric guitar chops to melt your face off.
1: They'll fall right off.
4: Uh, Kevin King, who should get his own podcast. He really should because he was, amazing he was an amazing. Yeah, he was an amazing guest to have on. Mm-hmm. And then we also have Tyrell who led us through our literally our the best
1: episode of Witty Banter. Yeah, ever probably was. my I get probably my one. favorite. Get that one, man. Yeah. And I'll then we, the got, we got we got the
4: big it. Elvis King here, Chris what? Carter, you know. I'm going to brag Thank you, thank you,
0: thank
3: you.
2: Your work is cut out for you.
4: So, just thank you so much to everybody that has chipped in with the effort. You know, me and Chase kind of started this as just as a goofy side project, but it's actually f- flourished into this thing that people have become fanboys of and listen to and like it's just been like an amazing end to our week, every week. Yeah, and so just thank you so much we for being.
1: Anytime somebody takes a moment of their day to like listen to us be idiots on a and microphone beep. and email <laughs> or like reach out or talk to us about it, it like literally makes our fucking month. Our it's week, amazing. yeah, it's amazing. So thank you. We've also had exactly fifty emails.
4: Wow, that's nice. Which is that's kind of a
1: nice. That's right. a that lot. A pretty good statistic. Yeah, I like that.
3: I like that,
4: one. that. Okay, so here's some more uh, beer-centric stats, okay? These are going to kind of tell you how me and Chase have been approaching beers for the last 50 episodes.
1: I'm interested to see what the list looks like and then what you see in it, you know? Yeah. Oh, we'll bring, see. Bring the thunder.
4: Okay, so Chase's average beer rating, 7.27. Wow, that's, that's really high. High. It's high, yeah. My average beer rating, 7. that is point high. Don't give me that 7.49 was mine. Whoa. So significantly higher than Chase's. <laughs> The average guest rating, which was a smaller pool, was a 6.96. I
1: feel like most of our guests didn't like their beers. Yeah, so we hovered around
4: seven whenever we got our beers. We were getting consistently beers that could have been sevens at least. Um, Also... Got that eye. So Hunter rated his beer higher than Chase 20 times.
0: Damn.
4: Chase rated his beer higher than Hunter 10 times. That's it? That's half. Mm-hmm. Golly! So I was uh, much more. I, know, <laughs> I was much more willing to give out a higher score than Chase was on so average. That's 30
2: and if you had 55 beer reviews where are the other 25? We actually probably we actually one? probably only same put four.
4: numbers on 45 or so of them oh, okay. and then we came to the same conclusion when on the the those so When the started we would literally
1: okay. forget to do exactly what we set out to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, know, you would end the episode so without drunk. rating the beer and then at and like 30 minutes we're like dude we put numbers on it man. <laughs> yeah. like, oh well. yeah, <laughs> Put it up there. So
4: yeah. There's some <laughs> discrepancies. When we talked about
1: farts today right man? Um, Fair enough.
4: Also Chase is is the only guest or the only host on our show that has given a four rating to an honest beer on a normal episode? He's It'd the only wow. one that's the FEMIR femur White Apple Ale. Boom! He gave it a four. Uh, he's also the only host to, He's also the only host to give a nine point five to a beer. Bam!
1: Wow. I run the gambit, dude. You can't put Chase in a box. He explores the scale. Don't try to Just put a me in the low box. in the high end. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So that well, that kind of average was a seven point two. Hey, sir. So, well, if you just <laughs> want to look at the brass tacks, that's all I'm trying to
4: say. So, now I'm going to kind of give uh, some shout-outs to our other highest-rated beers that uh, didn't make an appearance on here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, good call. The Southern Tier Brewery's Pumpkin Imperial Ale that I brought up earlier. That got an 18 out of 20 combined score for me and Chase. Amazing definitely beer. our best pumpkin beer we've ever had. Um, the new Belgium brewery, Groot. Uh, oh,
1: my God. I almost brought that one. Yeah. So good.
4: That was definitely one that we considered bringing. It was so light. I wish you would have.
1: Yeah, it was so Tyrell. light. The, yeah. that
4: was the one that had bog myrtle and I was thinking all of you when that, you're doing
1: just, it, Tyrell, because I know how much you love the um, the sours and all that and the drier beers. That's exactly what this beer was. This was
4: know. like a summer
2: fresh, just amazing Groot beer. Is uh, made without
1: hops? Am I right? I think wow. it might it's be. Beer.
4: I'm not familiar it with it.
2: Hot. It's a beer that doesn't use hops for. It. That's crazy.
4: Yeah. It was from the Lips of Faith
2: series, mm-hmm. which is, is their a new thing aging sour program. Belgium really? Belgium. Is
4: that yeah. what it is? I, I kind of just thought it was them going on like a new route of beer, you know, adventures and yeah. just hoping that you had quote unquote lips of faith to, to stay on. Kind of,
2: yeah. It's it's not like. Leap per, of faith, lips of faith. Yeah. It's not <laughs> like uh, it reproducible out. production beer. It's like one offs and hmm. experiments and cool. barrel aging and stuff. Which sour is an interesting.
1: interesting. A, approach coming from New, new Belgium is so big. Yeah, you know, so they're they're cool. the ones that can afford to do that. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to get
3: to that point to really yeah. be able to invest in. What
1: does in that, that, that point look like? I mean, just the fact that the they're like number
2: three craft brewer yeah. in the market share something like that?
1: Yeah, do you
0: consider it's, New Belgium <clears throat> craft, given oh yeah, their size still, and stuff. Still, that's awesome. I, I
1: I think
2: when you make beer on purpose for flavor and variety, it's still craft. Okay, it's uh, quantity. You'll start to get into the area where then someone will say, well, they make too much well, be craft, What, a, what about
1: their like flagship ones, like the IPA and stuff like that, where you can pretty much find that in any grocery store at that point?
2: Um, I still I still consider it craft. I, it's not something I look for personally because mm-hmm. you can get it locally. You're just breaking pins over here? I'm here. I'm yeah. I am. I'm so nervous. Strong guy or something like that? I'm so nervous. So <laughs> nervous. <Strong guys, laughs> I so put it <laughs> in my pocket <laughs> and just <laughs> buy another one.
0: Okay, so um, <laughs>
4: that Groot got a 17.5 out of 20. And uh, another little fun fact is our, our guest gave it a 9 out of 10. So that was a strong... It was, it was probably the strongest all the way through beer that we had. Um, and then the third one was the Founders Brewery Dark Rich and Sexy Porter. Dude. Which was a 17 out of 20 that we wrote it rated. And that was another one that I considered bringing book, even though it was rated lower, before the, the lager that I brought. So that one was amazing. Dark Rich and Sexy nailed it. As far as I,
1: I'm concerned. It was one of the smoothest ones we've had. There's a black rye. I th- right? I think so, yeah. yeah.
4: It was rye a porter. I know black that. Porter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure. Of course Did it have um, like a lot of breadiness to it
1: that you remember? It was really like smoky and smooth. That's what, I mean maybe Brian, I, I don't ha- remember. I
4: remember bro. having sort of like a chocolatey right. Like it was. It was decadent, dude. Yeah. Wow. It was sexy. Um, dark. and Rich. It, it was sexy. rich and dark. Some and would even sexy. say sexy. Um, wow.
1: That's
3: kind of witty.
4: Here's
1: our here's here. our. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sit here comfortably right Here's now, our lower
4: our lower rated <laughs> beers just for those listening and trying to avoid crappy beers. Um, so the Ephemer white apple ale. Was probably the closest thing to not a beer that we've had on the show, <laughs> yeah, right? Chase, was ga- like That was the one that Chase gave a four to. Um, it tastes like
3: cider? It had a, a
4: juiciness it was close. to it. But it was a It beer. was like apple yeah. juice beer, kind um, of. Yeah. Um, it, it was a 10.5 out of 20 between us two. Well, oh, that's our lowest score. Uh,
1: another <laughs> one was
4: the Scrimshaw, which was... um <laughs> has
1: become a term in and of itself. Yeah,
4: it's terminology for me and Chase to mean mediocre and or average.
2: The perfect
1: example of a five. I think yeah. North Coast would beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I see that beer popping up other places. And everyone loves it. I'm like, we might have botched that, but I'm sticking to it. I don't know. The
4: name was just goofy enough for me to not. Maybe you got change. a lemon. Maybe yeah. Maybe, maybe. We, did get a lemon. we both got lemons. Was it a lemon? I don't beer? know. <laughs> um, so that was an 11 <laughs> out of 20 that we scored it, and then uh, the Southern Pecan Ale, which was the one that we did with Max, where Max couldn't do it where because Max, Max is allergic it. to and nuts. Like, mm, this yeah. <laughs> it. And even though it was actually like a not a good beer, we gave it 11.5. Southern, southern tier. Uh, southern yes.
0: Yeah. Um,
4: and um, funny little fact, that one got an 11.5. The banana bread beer also got an 11.5. Yeah, 5. Chris,
1: you You're pulled welcome. one out of the freaking annals of the <laughs> archives. <laughs>
3: what I go for it. I like pulling things out of alls. But
4: that's I liked his I liked his uh, his defense. Uh, that's right. Mm. I liked his defense on uh, on why he chose
3: it. Have
2: it you had it before?
3: I have. I'm cool. I have, and it's it's one of the early ones. Um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the bacon maple from Rogue, their Voodoo Donut series. Oh, yeah. It um, I would have to say is is definitely top two beers for me of all time.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, obviously, it wasn't on the list, so I couldn't choose it. But it, in the same way, tasted so much like bacon. Dipped in maple syrup. Wow. To me, and beer at the same time, that inspiration and the banana bread gets me the same thing.
1: Where does it fall for you then? Like, do you prefer outlandish beers who accomplish what they're going for versus just straightforward beers that are really good, like maybe the 120 um, 120 minute IPA? You know, like, how do you judge those two? I wouldn't
2: call 120 a straightforward beer.
3: Yeah, see, the 120 is is my other top. But I know what you mean. I go back and forth between those two because my i am an, <laughs> i am a hophead and i love lots of hops and the fact that the 120 can pull off being 18% alcohol but not taste like you're drinking straight alcohol yeah, for me like do you remember the Nuclear
1: penguin we had yes did you enjoy that beer? No. Yeah, no I
3: it mean, was like drinking whiskey
1: yeah, it was but it was,
3: it was and not a a huge, sweet. i'm not like a huge i'm not a huge it was like sweet yeah, yeah it was like Jaeger. No.
1: I didn't like it either. We got to do it though. We did get it. to try it. That's the thing. <laughs> that so was, that was we we're all in the same. But seeing place. that kind of ties back
3: into it. So trying an outlandish beer. Sure. That's what it's all about. And trying this, and some are going to work, some are not going to work. But when you have something like this that can pull off a flavor like that, mm-hmm. that's just inspiration to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I chose it.
1: Yeah, I understand. That's that's cool.
4: Rounding off the stats section, um, we, for the last 13 episodes, I believe we've had a guest on every time.
1: That's awesome. That was like our goal,
4: including deep cuts for yeah. yeah for the beginning of the fourth season, which Tyrell kicked us off so adequately. Oh, yeah. yep. uh, we've so had a guest time. on every time, uh, and that goes out to the people that we listed before. You know, so thanks again. Thanks for coming. And final stat: millions of beeps.
1: So many, so, so, so many, so many, wow. so many beeps. Billions of beeps. <laughs> it's just like McDonald's
2: burger sign. Billions of beeps sold. <laughs> yeah, like beep. We got that
1: big where we make our, our deal with McDonald's. Yeah, and you don't even it. need to label it anymore. But we, we
4: don't, don't even sell beeps our beeps. Forever. We give ours out for free. These free are
1: homegrown organic And they're really good beeps.
4: Organic beeps.
1: Artisan beeps. craft beeps. organic <laughs> beeps. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 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 craft beeps. You
0: might be
2: too big for craft beeps anymore, though. We're getting pretty mainstream. A lot of advertising. sold out, man. I hear every other just I ever hear in their beeps now. Bullshit.
0: Okay. manufactured beep.
1: Fucking
3: mainstream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Woody right. Panzer's corporate. We've had... A, don't ever say that. <laughs> I had a heart attack, Chris. We've had already a sufficient, sufficient amount of time to get at least first impressions on this. How do we feel about the beer? You've had... This, especially you, Chris. You get to open it up and drink it all over again with all of your information at hand. So what do you, how do you feel?
3: I still really love it. Um, the smell very much like banana and a little bit of like toffee. Mm. And toffee, then, really? Yeah, just a little bit. Like a I sweet? get like a taffy. And then <laughs>
0: Not toffee, taffy.
3: <laughs> but like yeah. a coconut taffy. <laughs> it's big difference. But the taste, too, definitely the banana and a little bit of the nuttiness. I don't know. It goes down very smooth for me.
4: I'm going to ask, what do you think about the consistency of the beer, and do you think that it matches the flavor profile? Because like, I almost imagine when I would... And I think this was going into my review of it as well. I think that if this had a little bit like more viscosity, where it was a little uh, thicker, maybe, mm. and had a little bit more kind of like a mouthfeel, yeah, Heavier that body. that I would understand and be able to comprehend the banana a little bit more. Uh, and I don't know why that is, but maybe it's just because I'm so used to like robust flavor being with porters and stuff. But sure, but yeah, I guess like the consistency almost mismatches with
3: me for the for the flavor. Hmm. Well, it would be interesting to try this beer if it was a little thicker. Like you a know, if they just added stout a little multidextrin. Yeah, like a banana stout, stout or something. But um, I don't have an issue with it yeah. the way it is, but I can see that it would be interesting to try it. Mm. Definitely with a little thicker. So, right. so Tyrell and
1: I are well on our way to finishing this one, mostly because mm, yeah. we're badass. I'm ready for the next. Me too, man. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I also, like your there's style. there's a glass of beer in front of me, I drink yeah. this <laughs> so th- I mean, this is kind of where I'm coming out with it right now. I think the smell and the taste... Is nailing it. I think it smells and tastes like banana bread. And I think the fact that they kind of captured that nutty subtleness to me, that's impressive, right? But it's also a lighter beer. It's easier to drink. It's only 5.2% alcohol by volume. So it's a quick one and done flavor profile. And to me, on the back end, I get a little bit of a metallic aftertaste, just like you said, Tyrell. But if this beer is just trying to be a somewhat decadent flavor that you can also drink, I think it nailed it. And I think I, pr- I rated it a little too low the first time for sure. Give it a five. That's low. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would give it like a seven. Okay.
4: Because I gave it a 6.5 because I was trying to take into consideration what they were doing. Right. With my 6.5. And I I'd think I, I, I think I pretty much nailed kind of how I felt about it mm-hmm. the first time through.
1: So is that, like, your final word is basically the same word then?
4: Uh, essentially. I mean, um, it's. I, I think it's just because I don't drink beers that are so flavorful, like, so distinctly flavorful, that, like, I couldn't imagine having more than one of these. Like... In, sure. a, in an honest session where, I'm, like, I, I, if I was at a bar, I can maybe, like, be like, oh, yeah, I'll start it off with, like, a nice, refreshing, crisp banana beer. yeah But then I wouldn't be like, I need another banana beer after this. I'd, I'd go, I'd move and on. Do you think
1: the fact that they went with, like, a thinner 5.2% by volume means they wanted you to be drinking it, but you don't really want to? So that's kind of, like, a Th- miss- That's mark. the
4: thing. I think that's probably the biggest thing that I don't understand is what what exactly they were hoping uh, the consumer would get
3: from the banana beer bread beer.
4: Is like, do you want it to be one you're consuming a lot of, or do you want it to be just kind of one and done? Do you want it to be more of a novelty kind of thing?
3: That's a good question. Maybe so the they fact it can be all they introduced the beer in two thousand two and it actually used to be five and a half percent i want to say and okay. they bumped it down and you ask a lot of people these days oh. where the craft beer industry is growing If you ask him that question sours i don't have time other people time other people get out your notebooks because
1: i brought five sheets of uh, <laughs> research <laughs> no
3: but other people will say session beers okay because people want to be able to get all the flavor complexity and you'd consider this a session beer to. no i'm just saying Borderline. that it is it's Borderline, borderline and it's going and in that direction and i think it's because you want to be able to drink more than one beer and not get tanked
0: cool so maybe uh, yeah. that's
3: what they were thinking get I get
1: tanked know. cool well while you guys are um finishing up well i guess tyrell do you want to go ahead and put sure your i'm thoughts all on
2: yeah it? Um, i had this interesting conversation with a friend the other day where I, he asked me how beer i was drinking was and i said well it's it got better as it warmed up mm-hmm. and he laughed and said you know generally that's not something you think of with beer but in truth it is like when beer oh, yeah. warm, beer is usually served ice cold from the fridge and for yeah. certain styles that's right and then for certain styles it's not so you get a different flavor change as it warms up as you guys always talk about you try it beginning middle that's and it's
0: always fun and watching it change yeah uh
2: this one i like better in the middle as it warmed up hmm. um i don't like it generally as, as something i would get very often but i appreciate uh that it's easy to drink that uh, it's a little creamy in the mouthfeel, mm-hmm. even though it's thinner bodied. I think that's why um, Chris is into it. So <laughs> the the banana the banana is subtle to me. Like I almost get more banana out of beers that don't even have banana in them. Sure. Okay. Um, huh. So I I guess if I put a number on it, I'd do like a six six and a half. Okay. For me, but um, I I'm also hard to judge because I like to appreciate a beer whether or not I like it. Okay, that's so. interesting. Okay. Um, so Chris, I s- appreciate it, but I wouldn't, wouldn't really drink it very often.
1: Perfect. Um, Chris, you still have plenty of yours. So while, while you're still going at it, um, you said you had brought a conversation that you wanted to broach on the show at some point.
3: Sure. Yeah, this is a good moment for it. Let's do it. Um, I don't know much about running a podcast, and I know it started off as a small side project for y'all, but it's turned into something much bigger than that. And so my question for y'all is, what has been the most um, phenomenal gain for y'all that you've taken away from this show? What you learn, how you benefit. Yeah. How is it going to help you later in life and your future careers? What's the biggest thing you take away?
1: That's a big question. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) I'll get us started. Yeah. Take it. I think one of the things is being able to dump energy into something and be passionate about something, right? Like, Every episode I want to do, I want it to be better and more entertaining the next time. You know, I think Hunter and I are pretty much consistently trying to think of new ideas and approach the same, the same show in different ways over and over again. So it'll stay fresh. Mm -hmm. And the challenge of growing an audience is really the challenge of getting people to like it and being able to throw an elevator pitch at them and say, you should check it out. And then watching them check it out and getting them to stay. And when they do stay, that's like the most rewarding feeling ever. Mm-hmm. It makes all of the the stressful nights of editing or getting it all together and all, which honestly, it's pretty easy to do a podcast. It's stupid easy. Yeah, you know? I or could... There's a learning curve, though.
4: There, there's necessary equipment and, and you know sw- some technical skills that you need, but we started at level zero, you know? So anybody, I think, can do it,
1: for sure. Yeah, and I don't know. That's been the biggest thing, is just watching my efforts be rewarded, um... And getting excited when people are excited about what I'm excited about.
4: Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. that's passion. I think yeah. f- I think for me, um, the biggest benefit has been that um, I, instead of just kind of wondering what I'm doing uh, with you know whatever amount of time that I have at the end of the week, yeah, it's it's always been for the last year and a half. It's been something that I can kind of plan on or I can at least like expect that yeah we're still doing this right and there were points where it was like man I don't even know if I want to do an episode mm-hmm. this week I don't want to have to mix this I don't want I, like, I have other stuff going on sure but the thing that's cool about it was that it was always it was always strictly out of passion and it was always out of creativity we wanted to do it so that we could have fun and we weren't just you know wasting time hanging out watching tv next to each other you know we sure. we were we were we were taking everything that we thought was interesting and hopefully melding it in a way that other people would think it was interesting and being creative about how we presented it and I think for me the biggest thing was that while you know I had all these struggles with school and and, uh, and maybe even work on, on some years that I was working, a- after those things were done, it was like okay, let's podcast, let's go have fun, let's go and it was a, it was also a really good way for me to continue whenever Chase first came to UT, Uh, He didn't really know a whole lot of people, and I I was in a fraternity, and all I had been doing the whole time is Greek life stuff, and it was a really good way for us to dedicate time to hang out with each other and to being creative and positive and passionate. So
1: I just think that there was a
4: lot of benefit from it, even stuff that I haven't even mentioned that personally was great for me through it.
1: Yeah, even him saying it it being like this stable beacon in the week, it was like, at some Mm. point I'm going to do Witty Banter this week, and it's going to be awesome, and it's going to be a moment to relax create something and enjoy it while I'm doing it, which has been super fun. And another thing it's also taught me is just to like go head first, just jump because when we first started, we are in my bedroom sitting Mm -hmm. on bar stools with putting our beer on like the (laughs) desk or the television um, console thing. And, you just do it. You know, the only way to get better is to just go for it. And now we
2: now we have chairs and coasters. We got full chairs. <laughs> got a
1: mixer in front of us.
4: Yeah, I, I think I think you nailed it. Uh, the fact that there's no excuse other than just to kind of do it. You know, I think I think that has been a lesson that I've learned as I've continued to get grow older is that, you know, when you go to work and you don't know what you're supposed to do when you're given an assignment or if you're going to class and you're not really sure you should approach a project or even if it's something creative on the side like this, like there's no excuse other than to just do it or try it and and go all out and just do it. Right. And also Um, realizing
1: that you don't have to care when problems happen because problems are going to happen. And when mm-hmm. they do happen, just saying, like, yeah, well, that's how it goes, so let's fix it, and we'll continue on. Like, it's not going to be perfect. We are not professionals, and that, you know, Yeah, that's that. I don't
4: think if we – I think that if we didn't know – hadn't known each other since, like, fifth grade, that there would have been a lot more, you know, taking it seriously and, like, kind of um, – Starving ourselves, or not starving ourselves, but you know, hindering ourselves from being as creative as we wanted to be. There were some things, you know, that like Chase would bring up, and I'd be like, I don't know, but then I'd try it. And then there'd be something I'd bring up that Chase said, I don't know, and then we'd try it. And so it was about being open minded, not taking ourselves too seriously, and just, yeah, being creative, I think, was probably the biggest thing.
1: Episode number 50. There you go.
0: <laughs>
3: well, I have a lot of respect for you guys and the show for that. Thank you so and much. Anytime that you can Appreciate find something that, that is is actually more work on top of what you're already doing in your own life mm-hmm. and you're stretched thin and you can do something that is more work, but at the end of it, it didn't feel like more work and you actually Correct. feel refreshed after doing it. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful thing. And yeah. so they all found that it's really cool. Cause I remember at some point, I don't remember exactly when it was probably like the third of the way through this show. And I talked to chase and it was like kind of starting to just sort of Tinker, plateau a little yeah. bit. And then y'all had a rebound, and it's so big now. Yeah, we've relied, really, we've, re- really really we've relied
4: on each deal. other a lot. Thank there, you. there, really There have it. definitely been times where, you know, I've had to kind of rile Chase up to get back into it, and Chase had to rile me back up to, to get into it. Because you're not always just going to be 100% passionate about it, you know, every time. Um, and I think having a very good division of responsibility was huge. I mean, there are things that Chase didn't technically know how to do with the audio stuff that I was like, okay, I'll take that. Right. If I do that, let's have you do the video. And, and, and you know, like whatever Chase didn't end up or whatever Chase ended up doing, I would just try and find the way to counter it. Like have an effort that was like helping him and helping the show in an equal way. And I think the division of responsibility has been like a huge reason why we've been able to continue doing it because it was very well like it's structured. It's pretty zen
1: so far. would <laughs> <laughs> call it yin and yang. It's a yin to my
4: yang. My
1: <laughs> Okay, um, so I think we should go ahead and start busting into the mailbag Because to be frank with you guys, we have a metric shit ton of mail Yeah, that's, we have a lot It's about time man. It's about, thank you, <laughs> that's what I'm saying I was just like, I almost wanted us to not get any mail Like blast out <laughs> all over social media Like we, so 50 you guys should mail in and get nothing Because that would just be the perfect just moniker of how The Woody summation
4: measured. of our show Yeah <laughs>
1: But it's been getting much, much better recently. And I honestly think that we're pretty much just going to be doing emails for a good, good long while here.
3: Well, you might get to the point where you actually have to pick one out.
1: I know right yeah, that's pretty um, cool though Well that's one time I mean, We got we like three Yeah we got you three You made the big time Yeah
4: I wanted We had like three on one show And I was like Do you want to save these For next week Like
1: we don't want to Get too greedy here. Like Well the thing was later. is I, I blew my load Way too soon I didn't <laughs> He I didn't. preed Classic Chase We've all done <laughs> it Exactly It's I mean, okay Classic Chase It's okay to admit <laughs> it That's where my nickname In high school comes from um, What was your nickname In high school you Pre know. Okay Pre um, <laughs> I did all three on that episode and afterwards Hunter was like we probably we could have like saved those I was like fuck that's a great idea <laughs> it's a stamina thing yeah. yeah you gotta think about that we'll play the long con yeah so we're gonna bust into the mail as you guys, as we sit here and wait for you. you I don't. I don't have a whole lot more, man. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, my Oh, I didn't realize it was just now. I feel like an ass. Rest. I thought Christmas.
4: Yeah, you singling me out here? <laughs> so you much for friends. teamwork, Chase. Milk and cereal. <laughs> we're watching it break down. <laughs> How as much as you, you getting paid there, Hunter? You're into my th- fuck you. <laughs> All
1: right. So kicking off Nick's mail corner today, this day of episode fifty, is our friend Charlie Binkow. We mentioned earlier and like you guys haven't got to meet him and I Renaissance man. Yeah. I want to describe him as if they were going to do a Seinfeld reboot, he would need to be in it. Hmm. He's that kind of funny. He's that kind of clever. Okay. So he has a music question, which is nice because we're all fans of music. Cool. He says, Hey there, when I was on the show, we talked about the music industry and the controversy of how much artists should be compensated for the recorded work. What we didn't talk about at all are live shows. Acts like the Rolling Stones and The Who and Fleetwood Mac are all going on tour for the umpteenth time. They've already amassed a ton of money over the years. We're still charging $100 for nosebleed seats in giant stadiums. Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, is there a threshold where an artist says, Wow, I've made such a ton of money. I think I should charge less for my shows. I don't need it. And the only people who can afford my shows aren't necessarily my intended audience. Um, Mm -hmm. And he says, "Like." I understood their right to do so, but does it speak to the character of the band? I feel like some discourse is in order. It says, Best Charlie P.S. Beer soon. Beer soon, Charlie. Beer soon. Okay, this is an interesting question. So we have these super rich bands, long careers, touring for however many time it is, but charging ridiculous prices. Is
4: you too a part of this conversation?
1: Oh, we could throw them in there. They're not mm-hmm.
4: just... I mean, they might just buy come and knock too. down our front door and play us a concert.
1: Yeah. Oh, did you want to buy well, all of our discography? it <laughs> <laughs> we installed on your front lawn. And every time you leave the door, we'll be here
0: playing. They might need the money after that <laughs> Apple might. thing worked out so well.
4: Um, yeah, I think this is interesting. You know, I have a very... You know, an, an odd take on live music because I do not go to live shows that often. And that's super peculiar because I'm like, one, obsessed with music. Uh, and I'm a musician But uh, You know Most of Most of my consumption Of music Is, is digital And, and just kind of Hearing the recordings Of people It's not necessarily Going to live shows So I've never Done that thing Where I've Even been close To willing To pay money Out the ass To see some Kind of like Has been You know Maybe like Aerosmith or ACDC Go on tour Please don't uh, call it
2: ACDC a has been
4: Boom I mean
1: no. a fan of ACDC
2: <laughs> <laughs> Steven oh, yeah. Tyler Forever. Is one big wrinkle Here's no no Aerosmith go ahead (laughs) here's my thing with
1: ACDC is most of my favorite bands and frontmen especially like Jack Black always cite ACDC as a huge influence and I'm like Mm -hmm. shit all my idols love them but when I listen to them I'm bored as hell I like
4: ACDC but I mean they don't have their original crew do
2: they when they well they stopped touring because I think it Angus Young got hurt. Yeah. And so they can't tour. So it's, yeah, it's not ACDC. And I'm just throwing that out. I'm just giving a shit. Now let's say but, ACDC um, is coming into town. ACDC has <laughs> 10 albums that all sound the same. They're all sexual innuendos, but, but they have a special awesome, place though. in my heart. They're fun.
1: So let's say ACDC comes to town and it's like 150 a 100 bucks. <sighs> it's not for, fair. For crappy seats. They're a
2: bucket list bands. So I don't know. Aerosmith, no. I wouldn't pay that much. No? no. Wait,
4: is there an old band like that that you would pay $100 for Nosebleeds for?
2: Maybe ACV's My Smith. Mine is no. Only because you can see him once. But uh, I I think the one question is, what will the market bear? Because at that's some point... That's exactly what I was thinking. Somebody's going to stop paying for that price. That's what um, I was going to say, totally. And the other thing is, live shows cost a lot more to produce than... Um, like the bigger the show the more cost so the bigger the band the bigger the show the eight semi-trailers the more crew all that goes into into it and And the bigger
4: reputation the more show that they're going to give all
2: that goes in i guess the question would be you know what are the financials and how much is the artist making versus how much it actually costs to produce the show um but also live music is where a lot of artists make their music make their money like you guys talked about title on your last episode Mm -hmm. um and so a lot of bands that don't have High record sales will tour to support, to provide you know to support themselves. But those is. those bands are not the bands that we're talking about. Exactly. Because those aren't the bands that need the money. Because the
4: bands we're talking about right. are essentially just riding off the coattails of their reputation over the years. Right, they're not coming out with new music. And even if they are, that's not where you're going. Paying hundred dollars for the show.
2: Yeah, I think at some point the the record promoters and the record labels get involved and they charge more. I you know I wouldn't be surprised if Radiohead did a p- relatively affordable show the same people mm-hmm. that let their,
4: I paid four hundred dollars for my radio no, ticket. Never mind. Was
1: <laughs> that from a resale though? No, that was from the Frank Irwin Center.
4: Basically, I
1: was supposed to wake up at eight a.m.
4: and go pay for these, and I could have gotten it for like seventy bucks if I would have done it right on the okay. dot. And like two hours later, I forgot it was ten. Yeah, and true. I paid four hundred dollars. Well,
2: I think I think really it's just the market's going to bear it or it won't, and yeah. we'll get to that threshold, which. I, I can't pay that much for a show as much as I want to. Right. I'd rather buy the entire box set on vinyl. What I was than thinking is the one show.
1: if they're gonna spend uh, if they're gonna charge a hundred dollars but they're selling out, then clearly keep doing that's it. That's what the market you know, <laughs> yeah. the market speaks. That's what people are willing to pay for it, so they're gonna keep charging that. There's always but gonna
2: be the angry people in the basement that can't afford it. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: but is he arguing about sort of the responsibility of the musicians to be concerned with I think he is. who is actually showing up to the show and whether or not it's their intended audience? Uh, and, and, and not just about you know market specifics and ec- the economics of it, but the about moral. the responsibility yeah. of the bands. And I don't know all that much about music, not He's really, but that, yeah. but I would say that if you if you are performing for people that you don't even want to listen t- want them to listen to you, then that's pretty much being a sellout, right? So,
4: mm-hmm. I think it's a double-edged sword. You know, I mean, because you have been kind of garnished when you are one of these bands in these positions you've been kind of garnished uh, historically as these guys of note these guys of reputation these guys of historical influence so in a way you're like i'm not just going to give up I'm like i'm still this ish you know people still care about watching us go so right. you still and you still want to make money you never don't want to make money you know on your tours um, but at the same time yeah i do think that like the way that the pricing structure is the way that the shows are set up i think that they should keep in mind like who your who the people that support you the most are, and and how will you be able to make sure that you satisfy
1: them? Because you don't want to cut out your core fan base. Exactly.
4: I mean, that's that's what makes you you. You know. So and, and
1: I guess even if, if you're doing that for the sake of making more money, then as you would say, that's basically what selling out is.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: Okay.
1: And I mean, I I, I completely agree.
2: I think, it's, I think it's something that like not everyone knows the entire situation. Anytime. So when sure. you say, oh, so-and-so band sold out, I don't even like that term necessarily because it, it's just so much that no one knows about. It's a about. 90s when term. When they throw out it's a sellout. A buzzword it's a yeah. 90s it's a, term. But like I said, there's there's uh, promoters and there's record labels and all of them want their cut. So let's say your promoter doesn't won't work unless you charge X amount. So it's like choose to have a concert or no concert. Well, we need to bump it up a little bit. And then it's going to go along the line and they're all going to want a little more. Yeah. So then that artist has to be like completely not interested in money at all and be ultra integrity, I guess. Yeah, and that, which I just, is you know, <laughs> I think that's a hard choice to make. And yeah, I mean, it's a good I mean, question, but day, I though, think it's one you can't really answer unless yeah. you
1: talk to some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Said, you if know, you're what your playing music to earn a living as well, like, yeah, you have to go for the money. You right? got to charge. Yeah. Well, we're, we're full or we're, we're not full at all. We're empty on yeah. our beers. So I think it's time to bust out the next one.
4: Thank you again, Charlie, for the question.
1: We love you, Charlie. Mr. Renaissance Man. I don't, I don't know, you, know you, but I want to meet you.
4: He helped me found our little garage band venture, which was like four weeks long, called Fresh
3: Pecans. It was great. That's an amazing name. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> fresh <laughs> Pecans? Holy yeah. shit. Such a good band name. <laughs> on <I'm> the stage, <laughs> Fresh Pecans! like, Playing
1: holy Panama, geez. April 4th, <laughs> it's Fresh Pecans. <laughs> like, be there damn. or be a dickhead. <laughs>
4: All right, so uh, new beers. The
1: next beer we're gonna do is gonna be your choice, Hunter. Okay. And and we're gonna do um, the black. The 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 sprecker
4: black Bavarian lager. Yeah.
1: Um, So Mm. go ahead and pull it out of the. Excited
3: about this one. Have you had this one before? Uh, I'm not sure, but I've had black lagers before, and I'm not a lager person. But black lagers can sometimes truly pull off something that's pretty amazing. So also
1: English beer? No, this one's German. Oh no no no.
4: Bavarian lager. I would think it would be German.
1: Well, the thing is, is it Sprecher. the fact that it it labels it as Bavarian? Established in Milwaukee, 1985. Yeah, that's right. Wow. I remember it being okay. hmm. classic. So German style from America. Hunter, we got we literally got conned by them twice now. We we both <laughs> were like, I think it might be German. We got it completely bamboozled.
2: <laughs> well, I thought we were two English and two American, but yeah, we're uh, at one we English. Maybe put your bottles
4: in this little guy. I can take care of them. Yeah, we totally can.
1: Little beer bottle caddy. Cool. Oh, it's um, called recycling. So, as we're pouring up, Chris, what are your expectations going into this beer given your. Like, how? Do, why don't you like black lagers or lagers in general? Loggers in general,
3: I, I just I think they're really light. Um, uh, you
1: don't There's, like that,
3: though? No. Um, Never. I, no, absolutely not. It's got
1: to be dark. It's
3: no, be no, no, heavy. No, 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 no. I don't mean in color, I mean in, in flavor profile. So, it's. Okay. Um, I think that a lager is just. It, it goes down and it, it just goes away. There's no follow-through usually. Um, there's no back-end taste usually, but where I have seen differences and exceptions to that is black loggers. Um, I haven't had this one, but Señor Viejo. Now there's mm. a lot more complexity to that one than than is, than is fair. What yeah. you just say? Than is fair to compare it to. They use. Uh, it's from Twisted
1: X. <laughs> <laughs> like just right?
0: Just glossed what, right over. What did that? you say to me? <laughs> 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 what the fuck was saying? dare you,
1: <laughs> Viejo? Me. <laughs> You're coming here with that shit
3: but they, uh, they age a black lager in a barrel that at one point had uh, bourbon and at another point had tequila.
0: Hmm.
3: So you take a black lager and then add that complexity. Jesus. And, but generally speaking by itself, a black lager, I feel like, is a huge improvement
1: on a standard oh, lager. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Much better than that. So here's me. my question. Yeah. Told really you. Yummy. That's
4: how we both came out. We're like, damn, man. Jeez. If you like um, dark
1: beers that aren't super thin and give you a heavier profile, then do you feel like the beer that we just had, the banana bread, its heavier profile comes just from the types of flavors? Or do you feel like that one is honestly much thicker than a lager is? Because I feel like they're pretty similar.
3: I would say the standard lager is is even lighter than the one we just had.
1: Really? Yeah. Interesting.
3: And we've
2: all been... Brainwashed into what loggers are supposed to be by Brain. the shit that's out there that's called they there by the main much true better too. examples of it, but
3: that's a good point yeah um so first that's a really fair point.
0: have you
1: gotten a, have you gotten a sip yet chris <clears throat> no get your get your smellsy in there' Hunter, I, I I'm uh, having flashbacks. This beer is great yeah. it th- th- for me, I remember when we had this one, it was just like a super rich malt base with a clean drinkable finish yeah and I don't even think that the mouthfeel necessarily is all that thin but it's still super drinkable I
4: think it's thinner than I thought going in the first time but the I just feel like the the taste profile it gives you like the a ride of sorts like I like I, I, I get this initial kind of buzz whenever I first sip it and then it kind of rounds out and goes deeper as I'm finishing off you know, as I'm, you know, kind of taking it down. I don't know. It's just going in initially when we first tried it, I didn't really have a, I expected it to be a lot thicker and I expected it to kind of have less discernible characteristics about it. Almost more just like a porter, like a chocolatey or something. A one trick pony. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just felt like,
1: little one-drop beer. Yeah. The con- <laughs>
4: the consistent, yeah. Whatever uh, is that? Chris, if you haven't noticed, we've been talking about drops and tried colored decks and stuff on our episodes the last couple episodes. So we've be been making some up. magic references hopefully we have been picking up on. Nice. But, uh, yeah, just the fact that it has, like, a really nice consistency and such a robust flavor around that consistency that I wasn't expecting was just such, like, a, it was a delight, you know. so
1: I like that. It was yeah. a delight.
2: Delible. I think if you <laughs> didn't all. say lager, I wouldn't necessarily go lager on this. Like
1: it's, You can almost not tell. You would yeah, say a different genre for it?
2: A, no, I just wouldn't think lager. Oh. I, I generally don't think lager or ale either way when I drink a beer. I don't discriminate. Someone, yeah. <laughs> There's no prejudice. Says. I'm not a typist here. Um, usually lagers, because of the process it takes to make them, the reason they're thinner embodied is because it takes longer to ferment and mm-hmm. more work is done mm-hmm. with, by the yeast. Okay. So they're thinner because there's everything's taken out by the yeast. They've mm-hmm. ate all of it, turned it into alcohol or CO2.
3: Heavier flocculation. This is a
2: 6% beer, by the way. Heavier attenuation, the
1: flocculation maybe. God yes damn it. We thought we were a good hunter, but they're just going to come in here. And flock? All you got to do, words all you you do is word you word word. Remember, <laughs> vocab. Just remember vocab words <laughs> throw them out. Trust me. I've got the mentality of fake it until you make it, and I my main weapon is vocab words. You'd be surprised how far mean, people get with, with
2: that mentality genese All right it's good Chris, it's roasty think? i get a lot of roasty right. chocolate out of mm-hmm. it yeah that's like obvious chocolate not like oh someone told me chocolate and okay i get it yeah, yeah it wow. was easy to get i
1: mean yeah it didn't even tell it didn't give you give us any flavor hints on the bottle it's just like we trust you just go for it i
2: would have shied away from this by the bottle really
1: okay, just because so of the the labeling it
4: actually does have a, a little you mean to say it says do. this intensely dark Kumbacher style lager has a superb malt complexity with the distinctive flavors and aromas of caramelized and chocolate malts, a renowned smoothness and a creamy tan head make it a world champion.
1: A world champion. That's why
4: I chose world champion. So nice.
1: And it's actually facing off in the it's always safe. All right? Yeah. yeah. It's always safe. Or what
4: maybe you the it? Uh, the square. It is square
1: yeah. <laughs> Just between the four. The of ring. Them. <laughs> the wrestling ring at this point. Yeah.
3: The nose I get on this is a lot of like roasted nuts, hmm. um, and then the taste immediately chocolate. It does smell like roasted. And then it just sort of fades to like that roasted (laughs) Mm -hmm. maltiness Mm -hmm. and it stays with you, which is a characteristic of the black lager. In my opinion, it actually stays with you on the back end.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm getting it.
1: To me, there is like a little bit of an abrasiveness to it to counteract all the smooth like um, chocolate and to me toffee flavors. And I don't know if that's just the roast. Or maybe they had, it was like a certain type of malt that kind of brought like a little something extra. But I feel like there's two like textures almost in once sure. going on yeah.
3: here. Could how be the water. Could be the used? water that they use too. Okay. You'll see. How, how, you, does,
1: how does that typically like affect flavor? Just random or? It
3: it depends on what they do to the water and where the what the water is that they use. So there's all sorts of, of ways you can affect water. If it's hard water or soft water, you can add all sorts of different chemicals to affect it. And you can brew the same exact beer here and then brew it in San Marcus and have two totally different beers. Oh, I can imagine. Actually. Yeah. So that's not very maybe a detailed answer to your question, but no, just no, to it sort of give sense. you an overfeel of how water can affect it.
4: Do you think that's like a big thing in you know, like wine connoisseurs being able to kinda of tell from the grape, like where this wine was? Do you think that like water plays that big of a thing in, in beer connoisseurs being able to kind of locate like, oh, this is probably from this area because blah 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 like do you think they'll be able to know stuff like that?
2: In certain styles. I think generally the water is the last thing anyone would, would, know would point on. out. To be able to, to, n- to, to, to know course. where it's from, though. Like, but I've I also mean,
1: heard that German beers taste and feel the way they do, though, because of
0: the water well, over there.
2: Well, the, like the, the classic example is the the Pilsen in the Czech Republic, mm-hmm. where yeah, Pilseners I come from. Yeah. Their water is notoriously okay. soft. So the that style of beer could only be made as well as it is there there because it's mm-hmm. soft water. I think that's So that's a the good example too. of it. Um, but you can treat water really it's the mineral content. You add minerals Mm -hmm. to take away the harshness, softness. And so you can treat water to make to replicate other areas. Right. Um, Put those um, chemicals in there. I think there are other (laughs) things in another conversation for the terroir that you're talking about with winemaking that you Mm -hmm. can get with beer. Yeah. Um, Water is one of the region-specific things, though. Okay. You can bring a yeast from anywhere. You can bring hops from anywhere, but um, malts from anywhere. But water, you know, you use the water you have usually. It's like the last thing people will change.
0: Hmm.
3: Y'all had... um Something from Green Flash on the show, right? I think it was the Imperial IPA I saw on your list. Maybe Green Flash out of uh, California. Um,
1: California, California.
3: No, yeah, I definitely think they're a good example of a brewery that all their beers have this similar back taste for me, Hmm. and I and it's talked a lot about of them their water source, okay, which is very unique.
4: Yeah, that was episode twenty one
3: for us.
1: Dope sauce. The imperial so, is yeah. any any other first thoughts you guys want to lay out? Sweet's a
2: pretty good. I almost would have thought it was a milk stout b- because of the sweetness. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Right. Yeah. I I think that that's kind of what I like about it. I, I think naturally my flavor, you know, the the th- the kind of flavors and stuff that I like in in beers uh, are often come from porters and stouts. You know, kind of thicker bodied beers, uh, and that's kind of what I was expecting from this. And I get a lot of those hints and stuff, but. It was just like knowing that, or having those conceptions going in, and it being still pretty, like decently light and like drinkable, uh, was like I could have more than I could have many more than just one of these. Yeah, is basically like kind of what I'm getting at. Um, Which is interesting
1: because you didn't want many more of the other one, right? Of the banana bread. Yeah. Right. It was. It was too drinkable characteristic.
4: Uh, Yeah. Well, I think that the banana bread one was had had a similar maybe consistency. But I think that the flavor is why I could... Drink this one multiple times as opposed to.
1: I like how, since we all have pins, we're all like pointing with our pins. Yeah. And we w- have pin stuff yeah, over here. Wand. He's yeah. like the What do they call that? There's a,
2: if you have like, in, if you're always putting shit in your mouth, it's like a. Oral fixation? Oral fixation. fixation. Yeah. Oral fixation.
4: <laughs> Classic trace. Ours is hand <laughs> fixation. Chris, if you're going to start bringing <laughs> out the uh, cuts from when we lived together, <laughs> <laughs>
1: let me know because I'll add some.
3: Oh, bring it on. Come on. It's getting personal.
4: Okay. Salty, salty, salty.
1: Okay. I'm talking about Time you used your thumb. So, oh, wow. Anyway.
4: We're getting on up there. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so, we're going to keep, we're going to go right back to the mailbag. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah.
4: Let's do it. Because
1: there's no other way to diffuse sexual tension. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> reaching into your mailbag. <laughs> I didn't know that. So, we're going to keep the mail train going. And up next is the illustrious, the beautiful, the spontaneous Dulce Carter. Look at her. Because she's I'm married your to her. Wife. I'm allowed to. Quit peaking,
3: She
2: emailed the show. She's her she own person. Pretty yeah. sure it's Chris's question, and his wife sent it in. Just to <laughs> Well,
1: I don't want them <laughs> to know. There. No, let's no,
2: let's give Dulce her credit,
1: okay? It's... And she says, "Hey guys, I'm so stoked that Witty Banter now has 50 episodes. So are we? Thank yes. you for your stokeness. You are awesome, and thank you for listening Universal and for stoked. writing in. You're the best." So my question for all of you is, if a zombie apocalypse were to happen at this very moment, what would be your weapon of choice? (laughs) And more importantly... More importantly, what beer would you stock up on, considering the fact that it may be the last beer you ever drink?
4: Great second half to the question.
1: Cheers, an ardent drunk
4: fan.
3: Let's just, just do a whole an episode to that question. <laughs> yeah. Separate episode, two questions. Episode 51, well, here's Zombie the- Here's the deal. this is deal. Woody Banter. <laughs> Welcome to Woody Banter. Here's the deal.
1: We set up a, a big platform just so we could actually launch this show. Now <laughs> they'll say we've actually talked about what our most like what we would want in a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We've had our weapons of choices. Mine was the meat tenderizer. Do you remember what yours was? I want
4: to say that mine was a samurai sword. A samurai sword.
1: Mm-hmm. Fucking so, what
4: a combo. Okay, so let's lay original. this out now. Wait, hold
3: on, hold on. I'm not done.
1: Except here, for cause. Walking Dead. But that was that was
3: the impetus, though. So good. Yeah.
1: Oh. I just want to add a quick note. Whoa, quick What happened note over to there? those
3: answers? The fun answer and the real answer. <laughs> Boom. Like you would have a lot of fun with a meat would, tenderizer, but, but you is would it die really pretty quickly? Effective? <laughs> like make would you last a long time? All for I'm it?
1: saying is, dude, you know how freaking cool I would look if I rolled up and I no, was like, "Yeah, I just slaughtered like 19 of these zombies with this meat tenderizer."
2: Because looks are what matter at the apocalypse.
1: It's all about style. <laughs> <It's> really <laughs> about style. Yeah. <laughs> have not you seen zombie land in America <laughs> that would be it's all about style. Other countries, survive. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So. The constraints we have this time is if it happened at this very moment. So we have to take weapons that are only in this house. Okay. Is that written? Yeah, yeah. Would be your weapon oh, of choice. Shit. Okay, so so let's moment. do weapons this
4: first, thing. right? And um, if yeah. y'all have a weapon in your house that you can use uh, uh, I, I by like It has to be, be right here. Oh, It happens, here. Right, here. happens here. right here. I've
2: only been in the kitchen. I don't know what else is there. That yeah, yeah, that's How? what I'm saying. It's
4: unfair for him.
3: The whey protein.
4: I mean, I know what I would do. The Dyson?
2: I'd
3: take the Dyson.
4: I would use either one of Chase's amazing samurai blade knives that he has in the it, kitchen. I didn't know he had those. i whenever got or, some good knives. Um, whenever, whenever, <laughs> me and, whenever me and Chase are having uh, uh, one of many sketchy transactions that we have, I put a um, a mic stand like metal bar in my car just in case things went sour. And so I have that. So I might just take that to the brain of any zombie.
1: So that's two different approaches, right? You got the blunt approach, which is I guess you're just gonna cave their head in, mm-hmm. or the knife approach where you need to chop their head off.
4: See, so much of this, so much of this question depends on what kind of zombie you're talking about, right? I mean, if you're talking about that's slow, a good point. Slow. Thought about that at all? I, I 28 think 28 days later. I th- or, yeah, right. You don't. On. You don't want Dawn of the Dead that's zombies in any situation,
1: Wait, right? I, I mean, Dawn of the Dead zombies are slow zombies.
4: No, no, no. The Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of
2: the Dead are. Right. If you're talking about the remake, I'm talking fast. about
4: the one from like 2000 something. The remake, right? They're fast. They're They are just humans that are up. crazy. They're not. They're not decrepit individuals. They're just humans that can run as yeah, fast. Yeah, George as
2: Romero's rolling it. He's not dead, but he's so, rolling. In uh, in his grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to the show, actually. but then, <laughs> but then
4: Walking Dead. Like I could live in that world. You know, I could Easy. kill. I could kill 60 zombies with my bare hands like that way you know
3: cuz i mean I'm, i think it, there are some people on that show that i'd kill first before the zombies it's right? show's really
2: not about zombies it's about human energy. i right. totally agree it's with centered that around human relationships, relationships. Which is why chase hates that show i don't watch chase it anymore i watch it i'm still it's hooked so boring.
1: it's it getting it's so, right? so boring whatever I need it's zombies. getting good I need dude. Zombies. I need Boom. zombies, I need yes. zombies. Yes. Vindicated. Best show on TV. good thing that we're looking at it. You can TV kill zombies, on. zombies
3: all
2: day and I'll watch
3: it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then throw but it they it don't, don't do that. That's Drama. the whole point. They, they don't kill do <laughs> all day. They sit there <S laughs> and they if have they arguments the whole time. And it would be a movie. Raising his kid. You have to have some. You know, Just the position and some. Well, they gotta keep the they gotta keep it real
4: because humans are the more dangerous ones because they, have, they actually the have point. mind and I ulterior motives.
1: <laughs> I know my shit.
4: I um, so let's go ahead and kind of address kind of how we would approach and and it. I mean, again, you don't answer? have to you don't have to know specifically what instrument in our freaking house you would use, but like household instruments, right? If you're in a house, a normal house, sure. zombie apocalypse goes down. Let's do our weapons. Are first. we
2: ruling out guns then? If you have a, gun, you in have a gun in your I house, I mean, in Texas. I'm from Montana. let's say that you have ha- always have a gun strapped
4: on you, no, but it's, that's not it's your main—that's not your main weapon of choice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That'll okay. be—that'll be if you need it. Okay.
0: Why
1: can't it be his weapon of choice? Because
4: guns. generally, zombies dra- are get drawn to sound, and if you use your gun, you'll probably die pretty quickly. Well, that do my
2: you, choice, bad choice, Maybe, bet, yeah,
1: but, but God, I will do it.
2: Often, usually, people
4: use guns as a last resort in zombie apocalypse. And
2: don't forget the second part of the question.
4: Which is, beer. which is beer? I think I'm we should sure. tackle beer that's second because that'll I be a that, down, that right? that'll be a group effort. Damn it, I think.
1: I don't have, it. Really I have to think. Oh really? I have no yeah, idea. So Here's that's... my weapon. All right, this is not something that we have in here, but I think it is a somewhat common household item. We have something like it, but smaller. Okay. But whenever people have like um, their own bench press and they have like a bar, like a weighted bar, mm-hmm. I would use that shit as the like barbell a barbell like without a, the weights. Yeah, like a like forty-five a, pound bar. Yeah, as like a staff. Now see, that would work. well would slow zombies. I would be poking them. Keeping him away. I have enough momentum. Plus, you stay in shape. stay in great heavier. shape. Yeah. Like I said, it's about how you look, right? I think
4: Chase thinks he's a gladiator over here. Yeah. Exactly. He did do Duh. tough mutter. He's killing Boom. two birds. He's Bam. he's and more in Spartan. Beast. Hey, he's more in shape than I am for sure. I'm just saying. I think lugging around a 45 pound weight after three hours, well, you'd be like, "Fuck this."
0: Hear me
1: out here. <laughs> hear he me out. When I'm in a live or die situation, I ain't about fucking comfort. Whatever. I got to survive, yeah. right? That thing is, gives me reach. It's heavy so I can put a wallop on him. What more do you need? And if I get really good Speed really but strong, you need yeah, this slow. It's I slow and if there's there. more than one zombie, <laughs> I will get there. if there's more than
3: one zombie you're done. Then I'm, I'm no, <laughs> of, no, it's not <laughs> fast enough for that. There's well, no you're not Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can't do that with he the bar. He can say not what he wants. Yes, Chris. Oh, I'm going okay. to be so doing pushups throughout <laughs> the entire is
1: that in the Apocalypse is built? No, Chris. No, Chris. The zombie isn't into hypothetical question. This is <laughs> Super
2: serious, <laughs> touche. So, Hunter's weapon.
4: I think I would might go with just like, either like a just like a standard knife, knife, or like even something like scissors or something. Oh like God. Because a screwdriver would be good. Uh, yeah, all I really want or a golf club. <laughs> I have golf clubs. Car. Golf club might be really good. Yeah. Um, like yeah. A, a pitching wedge. Um, Guitar? I just want something that'll last, right? I want something that's metal, mm, durable. Um, and I want something. <laughs> It's too slow for me. The, 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 the barbell thing is too slow. I want to be able to kind of in and out, in and out, mm-hmm. in and out with whatever weapon I have. And if I need to run, so be it. But I want to be able to be able kill somebody to quick and be, be gone, basically. Yeah. So I'm going to take something weapon. that I can use with just one hand, basically. Sure. So like scissors or a knife. Mm-hmm.
1: This other hand just up here, like, ooh. The
4: other She's hand's active. doing magic spells, you know? Obviously. Because uh, that, that happens. Yeah, vortexing in the them into in Lots nothingness. Of to change. <laughs> 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 hey, this <laughs> is a hypothetical <laughs> situation. Okay. okay,
3: so we got your answer. Chase, do we have your answer? Yes, yeah, we the have barbell. my answer. Okay. Chris. So if you can say that in the average household there might be a samurai sword, that's my choice. However, if not, there's not. It's just a regular hammer. Oh! Because so it's handheld. You, you the can meat, put a wallop. Meat
4: cleave. Oh. Because it's faster.
3: And also on the flip side, you've got a sharp tenderizer. <laughs> yeah, Maybe diamond. a little bit tricky. You've got
4: both. Wait, what kind ender? of hammer?
2: Yeah. Are you talking about a framing hammer, or are you talking about? Uh, He's talking about a hammer, hammer that has a hatchet blade on the other I'm end. I'm talking about a drywall hammer, obviously. You want the <laughs> hatchet blade? Yeah. I want the you, hatchet want, blade. you want the combo <laughs> out of the, the combo hammer? Smart. The one-two. The, the one-two punch. You've got to know your tools before you answer this question. Yeah, of course.
4: You guys are. Measure twice, cut once. Right. Is there electricity in the? it doesn't apply at all. Is yeah. your choice? Into Is zombie there electricity
3: brain. in this? Uh,
2: you know, because that might change things. You know, I'd go for like corded saws all or something. I'd say there's no electricity, no electricity yeah, in yeah, zombies. If zombie. you're not stuck, not right,
1: then you can't go anywhere. I mean, a battery-powered. I'd have to recharge the battery. Okay. That's we point. and we would do that. You by get so many zombie kills. We get. We put. We make a big wooden. We and put Chris on it, and he charges the. Right. The
2: thing. Hamster. I'm style. a
3: fan. Yeah. Okay.
2: I mean, th- yeah. I mean, you got to go smart as a knife. Like I have a survival knife, like Bear Grylls, the orange handle, big ass knife. You do. Yeah. I also have. Random Christmas gift, tomahawk machete with
0: sharp point or whatever. Or a tomahawk axe. <laughs> a, a machete
4: hat. would be
2: dope. Now you're, I think something that you could use in multiple different purposes. You can kill a zombie with it. You can maybe make kindling. Star, start a fire. So yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say a knife. Cut up right a chicken purpose. I don't a chicken. But it's also kind but of like the right answer. you think about in the medieval times, would you want to be the big battle axe guy? Would you want to be the two oh, scimitars? Big, big Do you want to be the guy. one broadsword? You know, do you want to have a shield and a pike? Like No, you want a shield and a Well, none of these are available in your style? household. I, mean, I could on. go with brass knuckles and be just fine. Damn, with, dude. Two brass Tyrell's
4: bringing the heat. With a beard like that?
2: <laughs> with the beard too? <laughs> Holy shit. Brass knuckles don't weigh you down. You can run, climb trees still. I like doing that. I'm all about chums, I like doing uh, that. I'll go brass knuckles. trees. Gums. I changed it. Yeah, brass I'm knuckles. I'm
4: Okay, guys, we got to decide our beers now. Okay, I got mine. It's 120 minutes. That's so much harder.
3: Right. Really? 120 120-minute. Right. 120 you know that you only get one That's batch right. of 120-minute, right. right? If I'm stocking up on beers, right, so. to last me for a while, I'm going to get the one that I can drink one of and be good for the night.
2: You won't be able to find it. It's hard to find. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talking exactly. about local corner it's store, very man. Limited, hey, in dude. this hypothetical
3: situation, I'm in I Delaware.
2: I what I want. Yeah, I'm
1: right. in <laughs> <laughs> I guess we get to drink. this. be real. Do we have the beer forever? We just I think that
4: we should say that we get an unlimited supply of the beer that we choose. Okay. It's basically just what is the beer we would have a zombie apocalypse with.
1: Okay. I'm going with the Wurtzberger Pilsner. Wow. Because it is super light. I can drink a shit ton of it, so I'll have more of it. It won't weigh me down. I can enjoy it in a variety of different ways. Mm. But a you bono. can. Yeah. yeah. I think Where's I'm going
4: go, to go with the Ranger. <laughs> I'm going to go with that's the a New favorite. Belgium Ranger. Oh, that's a, good that's a classic. Yeah. Because it's hoppy, it's crap, but I still enjoy it'll it. It'll last a long time. Yeah. It's it, a it, good beer. And uh, it's high alcohol percentage, so it'll get the job done. I think. And I think it's just a good beer to... To kind of just buy a six pack of and kind of get drunk on, you know, for, for sure. cheap. So I think I could get a lot of those. Ranger will be my beer that's
2: a fair answer. I like cool. it. This is kind of like, what's your favorite beer answer? You know, the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. It's the really world. not. No. I don't know because like, it's. I mean, it's like what kind of beer do you want to drink for the rest of your life? You only get one beer. That's kind of like what's. Your but, I beer? That, but I think that. But I, like I think that they're like like think
4: about like music, right? Like you could have a you could have an album that's your favorite album, but you could have an album that's your favorite album, and if you listen to it over and over, it would drive you insane. Whereas you have like another album like The Beach Boys that maybe you listen to it over and it over doesn't drive you insane, but it's not your favorite. Good Beach example. Yeah, I, mean, I guess
2: you could say, what's your favorite beer that you want to drink on the regular, and what's your favorite beer you ever had? Yeah, because I I have instances not. where I like beers more. Luckily, minor
4: ones. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna have a beer, so, I almost you know. I almost said Shiner Bock. Because it's just like it's reminiscent of Texas and a lot of things I had growing up. A so. sentimental
3: guy, I'm narrowing it down for Tyrell. It's definitely a Jester King beer. Da, da. It. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to figure out which one it is, but I'll let him answer. Funk metal. By funk Los metal. Kania, Dad I
4: like sour beers. Yeah. I like I like the name. Yeah, it's great. It's a great. It's a heavy It's one. like a Red it's Hot Chili Peppers too, 1980s sour, so. sounding beer. Yeah.
1: Funk metal.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Dulcie. Good question. Yeah, Dulce. We almost fought over
0: it
1: say you're the bomb. You're the bomb.com even. <laughs> you should email anytime you want because we'll always read it.
3: Email anytime you want, girl. Do you, do you want to do another
4: mailbox? Are you trying to talk more about the beers? What are you thinking? Well, how do you feel? You're leading now. I'm asking you. <laughs>
1: Did you say the beer <laughs> to review the beers? Now you tell me, leader. Like the point. Your choice. We have got Choose. another email ready to rock and roll, That's and good. I am pretty stoked about this next mailer because he mailed some mail straight into the mailbox. This or comes from the most unpredictable know. guy in the world. His name is Greg Evans. Mm. His question is simple. Would you rather A have fingernails made of tortilla chips? They regrow if they are broken off. Or B, buttons as eyebrows. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's his question.
4: Is it one button for an eyebrow or are buttons going across your eyebrows?
1: It says buttons plural.
4: Okay, so I'm thinking your eyebrows are made of plural buttons. Yes. Do you get to choose your buttons?
1: Uh totally. Okay. okay you can have deer horn buttons executive decision uh, yes. then executive by that decision. by
4: that boundary we're also going to choose which type of tortilla we want our fingernails to be right tortilla
3: chips flour corn i thought it was tortilla chips it oh it's tortilla, tortilla chips? Chip? oh but you okay. can choose what kind of tortilla Tostitos, chips. you want the $2 restaurant style seasoned,
4: or do you, you know there you go so
1: el milagro
4: i already know this one i would definitely rather have buttons for eyebrows why is that cuz fingernails are actually way more important than you think like It's hard to, like, I don't know if you've ever um, seen people try and, like, grab and be dexterous with their hands without fingernails, but you'd be surprised, like, how much you rely on the pressure of your fingernail pushing back in order for you to be able to do things, like typing and grabbing things that's, like, actually very important. If I had just floppy tortilla chip fingernails that broke off all the time. But, and plus that was just
1: like... But don't ignore the fact that you could eat your own tortilla chips and always have tortilla chips. Which and beg- I'm assuming in this... Which si- begs
3: the question how fast do they grow back?
1: I'm saying fast enough for it to not be a detriment in like your everyday life. They grow back okay. fast. I, I would think that they... instantly regrow if you bite them off. No, I would think that they grow
3: back as...
4: Yeah, I would think that they grow as fast as fingernails grow.
3: That's less fun.
0: That's way yeah. less fun. So it that just kills the question. So screw that. Yeah. Stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Delete that. Hunter.
2: So
4: I would, uh, I would go with buttons for eyebrows, and I would make them funny buttons.
1: Funny? What's a funny button?
4: Just any, just anything that's goofy, like you know, like squares and hmm. polka dots, and just like if if I am gonna put that on my face, I am at least gonna be comic about it. That's you what know? she sure. said. Yeah. <laughs> So Nobody? because because the uh, <laughs> no, was a good one the tortilla chips are one. too much for me
1: so yeah what do y'all think I don't know I was like man if the tortilla chips are like regrowing if they're coming back quick right right and I'm eating tortilla chip I'm, I'm a self producing s- tortilla chip yeah but you're gonna be I mean, eating the your own nails is this like, the apocalypse I mean,
2: or not because if that was your only, only source no, if that was your only source of tortilla chips yeah I'd eat my fingernails otherwise
1: what if I'm waiting well, for cares, a snack source it is? and I break it off and I lose my snack. That well, don't you, you gotta know? know what I gotta kind work? Of fingernail, you can put in like what kind of dip you can put your. Am see that's weird nasty? Gloves.
2: as crap to me. I mean, if I was just hanging out by queso all the time, <laughs> yeah, corn chip, yeah, fingernails, yeah, I'm all about them corn chip. But fingers. I don't hang out by queso like, all the time. Just because you have Button tortilla eyebrows. chip, yeah. I do
1: love buttons. <laughs> 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 I
4: hate buttons because they fall off. Just because you to have sew, tortilla chip fingernails doesn't mean everybody at the party is gonna be cool with you just being like
1: putting your freaking uh, fingernails. It just regrew. It's new. It's a new one. In the case, Fine. So. Yeah. What's and the deal? I didn't it. double dip. So <laughs> I let this grow
2: for three weeks so you can eat one bite. Like,
1: Here, you yeah. give me your fingernails. The thing is, is with, with
4: tortilla eagles. chip fingernails, you can hide those. You know, When you're meeting people, you might be able to come across as though you True. don't have finger chip tor- uh, tortillas, or tortilla finger... Tor- <laughs> How many beers do <laughs> we yeah, have now? The second is. beer, right? Tostata chip fingernails. I <laughs> think it is the second beer. But yeah. you can't hide, but but, you thing can't thing you can't hide buttons on your face. No. There's no way you can hide I from that.
2: I go with small buttons that look little like little eyebrows. You know, little bitty buttons. <laughs> that <laughs> is
3: such a cop out. I'm a teddy bear. Such I think that's a cop fair. I'm a teddy bear. Small buttons well, that out. look like eyebrows is it's fair. It's an absurd
2: question and I just well, I mean, logical answer. No buttons are out. going to adequately. <laughs> going look with like the eyebrows. Eyebrows. Uh
4: what do
3: I mean, what are y'all gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got uh, I'm obviously saying tortilla chip cool. fingernails. It's good. One hundred percent. That's it's the most so ridiculous easy. thing ever It's so easy. So, easy. Salsa, so easy. Just have salsa and I'm constantly eating chips and salsa. You're I don't it. care what my other source of tortilla chips options is, because it doesn't beat being at home, and not having to go Does to GB new chips.
4: Does it H-E-B hurt when you bite I don't think so. Your no. fingernails don't have nerves. Here's
1: another point, right? How Everyone? far back do you bite that chip? <laughs> you uh, really to, really the, to the, ow, shit.
3: I mean, I to want the, the root. We don't want no scrub.
1: <laughs> Everyone likes the smell of their own brand. Oh, God. Whether it be farts or burps, you can dig it. So I'm going to say right now that if you're eating your own tortilla chips, they're going to be the best damn tortilla chips you've ever had. Yeah, those people are seasoned. weird, you know too. I know what oh you're saying. It <laughs> just goes <laughs> so <laughs> well with the rice just salsa. It interacts with your body's chemistry. Well, I'm glad that we
4: have been the on the same page at yeah. least
1: relatively... You guys have we been off in your own la land la la well. no, over trust here. Me, yeah, we're trying to have a moment over hey, here. Hey, you No, you've had many. We go <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get the...
3: <laughs> I thought me and Chase were supposed to be having moments. Listen, yeah, Hunter, this is your, okay? It's <laughs> anniversary. Clearly me you
1: don't Chase know. are like, this, son! You <laughs> <laughs> he came here just to make out on camera for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was a pissing match. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay, cool. That was a nice one, Greg. Thank you, muscle
2: man. You, I'm assuming you chose. Oh, I didn't Towards get to choose. Edible fingernails.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well no, you would think so, but well, I'm was, actually yeah, going was, buttons. Wow. I was definitely playing cool. Devil at Devil's Advocate Sweet, with him, Chris. Sure. Oh you're going buttons. Yeah. Oh I yeah. thought you were just no, you're just jerking my leg man. Yeah, I didn't even get to finish. Fuck all, all of y'all. So what I'm thinking I'm I asked. what I'm Jeez. thinking is like Almost buttons so get to be decorative, right? Get to yes, this. and so like having them—they're also functional. Having people see them as buttons doesn't bother me. I want them to know that I got buttons for eyebrows. I'm gonna pick dope ass buttons. Why like, Can that's... we change the buttons? Yeah,
3: yes, of course. course. No.
2: Yeah. Well, he
1: doesn't say that in the in the question. You can't just. make You can stuff
3: change up. your fingernails. To, Dude, change I didn't see you say grow. can change your fingernails. You can, you can, can regrow your fingernails. We can reattach well, our buttons. Fingernails automatically regrow. That's a thing.
4: So we shave off our eyebrows, and new
2: you buttons chose come off. That's a good argument. You got there.
3: Thank you. <laughs> just bring it to me in a logical way, okay? okay dye- yeah, you can dye
1: your eyebrows. You Don't just give me that your shit buns. that you can. All this hypothetical BS, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> this next email has me pretty excited because it comes from none other than David Wilson, who's oh, a modern beard man. day Norse legend. Norse legend. In fact, Tyrell, if your guys' beards got together, oh boy. and like banged, the beard baby that they would make would probably be like Teddy Roosevelt or It'd something. It'd be like the beard oh. version of Captain Planet. With your beards combined. (laughs) All right. I like it. That's pretty impressive.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Both different. The the, the scruffy version of Captain Planet. Dude, I can imagine. The Don Cheadle
1: version (laughs) of Captain Planet. Yes. He says, congrats on the 50th episode. Thank you. Yay. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. (laughs) Although I've only been recently exposed to witty banter shenanigans, it's been a fun ride. Keep up the good work. Hope to enjoy and participate in many more. Perhaps this was asked or addressed in previous questions. I'm still working through the archives, but I thought this could be a fun banter question. Okay. If you could live slash participate in any alternate or functional universe, Mm. what would it be and why? I would definitely have to go with Star Wars. I get to fly spaceships, use the force, and I have a freaking lightsaber. That's a win-win in my book. Stay classy, you beautiful son of a bitches. It's David B. Wilson. P.S. When are we going to get a new Blood Feud? So, oh,
4: dude! Yeah, I was listening to the recent episodes and realized that we totally copped out of the blood feuds. I need one.
1: So, fantasy or fictional universes that you could live or participate in. Yeah, I think
4: the participation wow. is important. Like mm. that, you can be a part of it and do the things that are in that universe. Right.
1: So there's a huge gambit out there.
4: I already know mine. Damn! He I think a I got my Spot, both of you. Yeah, I
3: think I got mine is too. Is that damn simple?
4: It's just that, like. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of growing up for us has been thinking about, like, our favorite superpowers, our superheroes, favorite fantasy fiction kind of stuff. Sure. And I've already, I mean, I've I've done so much legwork growing up, you know, uh, on this topic that I, I know what reality I think I would be in.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Well,
4: let's hear it. It would be Dragon Ball Z.
1: Damn, that is such a good answer. I'd be a Super Saiyan. I wasn't even considering that. I would be a Super Saiyan. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And that's what, not at all because of like our recent, you know, jump back into it. No. It's not Also, dude,
4: CC. I will tell you, man, Pokemon would be a pretty fun Fucking Ooh, badass. That would be good too. Reality Ooh. living where you have like pokeballs and monsters that are battling each other. And like shit. you're the
3: third kid that gets the Pokemon. You get the third ball. Yeah, everything else is starting. Yeah,
4: I dude. I I, I mean, just just imagine how cool that would be to have like at your disposal, like these different animals, essentially that had all these amazing, crazy powers that you could get way stronger and fight other people's animals with. And that wasn't like animal fighting or animal cruelty. Well, that's what I was going to ask. So
1: if it's the real, if it's the actual society and then the live thing, Mm -hmm. do you get to divorce yourself from like...
4: Morals and stuff. Of, well, no, I'm
1: saying because there there's really funny things written about Pokemon. Where it's like, well, what you're actually doing is stealing all these blah blah and it makes yeah. you look like a bad person. I wonder yeah. if that carries over.
4: Yeah, and know. like he he leaves his mom's house when he's like 10. You know, he's like, I'm out like, of here. <laughs> okay,
1: his mom. I'm gonna take about these about wild animals. <laughs> and fight. I'm gone for money. <laughs> So, yeah. I, I'm I, eating rare candy now, mom.
0: <laughs> be, it'd
4: be between those two for me, and I think I'd just go ahead and, and say I'd rather be in Dragon Ball Z because I want to be able to fly, I want to be able to emit energy uh, and, and control energy that is within my body, and I want to be able to be a Super Saiyan. Yeah, So that would be what I would do.
1: That's a good answer, man. That's solid.
4: That's mine.
0: <laughs>
1: Chris, you had the first inklings after him. Like, What are you feeling?
3: Uh, obviously magic.
1: Ooh! <laughs>
0: oh shit! Let's that is real. a good one. You
3: don't want to be a planeswalker. I do. I think that would be That's so what complicated, what though. I think That's that would just the, be but, so. complicated. But in this in this fictional you know universe, I am already there. Right. I've got the spells. I've been on journeys. I'm battling p- other planeswalkers from across other planes, dimensions, and, you, you, you and want stuff, be a summoning and summoning shit. yeah,
1: even though at a moment's notice, some dude could come and kill you. No, they couldn't. I would, be, I would be amazing. You're forgetting what your small <laughs> You keep forgetting that I'm a level three planeswalker. <laughs> level have,
3: three planeswalkers don't just die.
1: I've never been defeated. I never die. I'm only missing an axe. That was a really great <laughs> one that I didn't think about. I, I think that problem. that would be really
4: difficult to keep up with, though.
3: I mean, you would always be learning. You like, have to. True. Every, I mean, every, every planeswalker
4: th- that you came across would be coming with different stuff
3: every right. time. You know? But it's not in the sense of having to learn. It's getting to learn. Every day I learn a new... Tool that I can use in battle. Do planeswalkers die, or do they just like cease existence?
0: They Are they immortal? What Death is the deal? Death
3: merely a setback. <laughs> Before <laughs> we
1: reborn as a hopeful on As a hopeful, <laughs> Eidolon. hopeful Eidolon. Tyrell's like fucking kill me now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Let's
4: hear what you think. Do you do you have any inkling on this one?
2: Sure. For yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for for some of the folks out there that don't know what you guys are talking about, which is me, <laughs> uh, fucking old people, out of card game based realities. Um, no, just any go, reality, man. Yeah, right. I'm just saying I don't know the Pokemon or the okay. Magic reality. Um, I would go the Matrix, dude. dude. That's dude. A good.
3: One. You'd be
0: now, in the Matrix, or see, you'd be in the. That'd be scary. The real- so the thing. They're yeah, taking on it, a lot.
2: It, like reality would suck, but also if you're plugged in the whole time. It's all about mental, you know, you know you're in it. Can you overcome it with your mind? Mm, I think one of the... Coo- I like that because you can do whatever you want. You if can you, can if you can it, it. overcome it. Yeah. Sure. I if think one of the
4: coolest things, things, things about Matrix. that Matrix reality 3. is just <laughs> uploading <laughs> <laughs> uploading 3, <right>? information <laughs> and abilities <laughs> into, like yeah. downloading it into your And it's your like,
2: brain. I can jump off this building if my mind can accept the that. fact that it's not real. And I like that. Yeah, That is pretty cool.
0: I do
4: It would be pretty cool to just download... Muay Thai. Sure. Just oh. like, yeah. oh, okay, just upload sure. it. Yeah. Cool.
1: It's fine. You know it, dude. All right, I'm a third, third
4: degree black belt. Cool.
1: I can quote that shit all day. <laughs> Bring it. Nice. <laughs> I can only show you the door.
3: You're the one that has to go through it. Oh, my
1: God. You want to dock later?
0: You guys yeah. need a room? <laughs> dock. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus.
1: My choice is going to be Hyrule from The Legend of Zelda. Oh, Ooh. man.
3: Also That's don't. a great yeah. answer. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: It's See, got, I don't
0: know shit
3: about Zelda. It's so.
1: got castles. It's got medieval weaponry. It's got magic. It's got mysticism. And it's romantic as hell. Yeah. You can you can command the winds with the song. You have you, to sing? No, you can whistle You can, oh. you can whistle play a it, musical you know, instrument. Can, cool. There's all kinds of different races and creatures out there that are all oh, cool. Good diversity in your, exactly. in your fantasy. I, I like just it. want to bring them all into the biodome and... <laughs> There's
4: gonna be so many people that think we're so remiss for not saying Lord of the Rings or Star Wars.
1: Well, see, the thing is, is like I feel like Lord of the Rings is an easy answer. It's a cop out, but it's, it's such a
4: story. It's like, life it's like isn't an
2: encompassed story, you know. Life it's isn't like fun in the Lord of the Rings. It, exactly. They don't even have electricity. It'd be like saying Game of
3: Thrones. You know, I could, It's cool, but it's like it would be fun. <laughs> if you want to live in the Middle Ages, <laughs> you, you know, would get a cut no. in your
2: arm, and you, you would, would die of the Black did. Plague, <laughs> and you wouldn't be cool. You wouldn't get to kill anyone.
1: So, dude, yeah, Zelda. It's got all of it. It's one. got the ma- It's magic mixed with medievalness, mixed with whimsy and diversity. And yeah. So a lot of that <laughs> on too. that and note, Little I have Children to say, control guys, you am home. the
3: loser of the competition of lasting the beer.
1: I knew you would be. Well, uh, you got
2: to
3: pee? Yeah. Bummer. Pretty
2: pretty big, oh, really? Pretty good okay. I just pee. I mean, I can
1: go long right long here. Though. I can go right here, but just <laughs> go, gonna go get man. A lot warmer. Just go. It's
2: not my house. I already did it. Just get out of
1: here. Well, how about this? Let me move. How about we take a quick halftime break? Let's do it. And when we come back, we'll sum up our thoughts on this first beer right here, and then we'll start busting into more mail. Okay, sounds good. Dope. Peace. This is Witty Banter. Don't forget to follow us
4: at Witty Banter Show on Twitter, and shoot an email over to wittybantershow at gmail.com.